It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. everybody welcome to body of christ real talk hola a todos bienvenidos a una verdadera charla sobre el cuerpo de cristo Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Appreciate it. I appreciate it. That's my virtual crowd right there. It's not a real crowd, but it's just an uplifting virtual crowd. Everyone probably know that by now that listens to my podcast. <laughs> Hello, this is Joseph Browley of Body of Christ. Real talk. Welcome to the show. Welcome to this show R.I.P. R.I.P. Rest in peace. What is your response or how do you show your condolences when a person or persons whether they're in your family, uh, whether they uh, someone you know, whether it's a friend or even a foe. I'm trying to rhyme. <laughs> but anyway, or you hear about somebody, uh, you just heard some news or an actor just passed away or a celebrity just passed away or, you know, someone or, uh, uh, you know, someone that's an entertainment or athlete or, you know, or just someone you don't even know. You just heard it. You you watched it. You looked at it in Facebook. You seen it on YouTube. Or you heard about this bad, crazy accident that happened in the streets, you know, wherever you live at, you know, or anything like that, or a plane crash. You know, it depends, I guess, on uh, how close these people were to you, from family members to just random people that just passed away or just tragically passed away, you know but they died. If you had a response, what would be your response to the people? Is it rest in peace? My condolences is with you. The angels are looking over you right now. Or is it you're burning in hell? You shouldn't have lived that way anyway. You destined for hell. What is your response? What, what really is your response? When a person, people, especially people that you don't know, passed away. Let me put it this way. People you don't know personally and, and, and like entertainers or athletes or, you know, celebrities and stuff like that you don't know. But they was well known and you grew up look, listening to those people, looking at them, whether it's from music, whether it's from uh, uh, movies or actors or whatever like that, or even comedians, comedy, whatever, dancers. And you knew them. What is your reaction when you hear that they passed away? Whatever way they have passed away, whether they died or whether they got killed or whatever, you know, what is your what do your response usually be if if you respond anyway? Now, some people respond publicly. Facebook, social media, and some people respond to themselves. But a lot of people usually have some type of response when it comes to something like that. Okay? I want to touch on a particular one 
the R.I.P. Rest in peace. That's going to be the subject and the topic of this show today. Resting in peace. What does that mean? What does that mean? Hello, everybody. Once again, this is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. Good morning. Good mid-morning. Good afternoon. Good mid-afternoon. Good evening. And for my night listeners, hello. Hello. My Ronald Isley bad impersonation of singing. <laughs> hello. This is Joseph Browley, Body of Christ, Real Talk. That's 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 a straight out real talk. Common sense real talk. That's that's the that's what the show is all about. It's a transparent live, not live, but uh, a transparent show that talks about different subjects. It talks about different topics. It talks about lifestyle. It talks about politics. It talks about entertainment. It talks about personal life. It talks about the Christian. It talks about the non-Christian. But everything I try to bring to a Bible perspective, okay, that's what this show is all about. This is this introduction is for the new hearers, the new listeners. Just maybe just tune it in to Body of Christ Real Talk. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What you're going to get here is you're not going to get this perfect orator. Let me put this out there. You're not going to get a mainly no editing. This is an unedited show. I do not do any editing. At least I have not anyway. I haven't even tried to have it, to learn how to. I never even taught myself how to do the editing yet. I just go. I'm I'm a floor. This is a podcast that just flows. It's unedited. So everything you get is what you get. It's not going to be cut off, cut out. It's unedited. But I'm speaking anyway. Now, if I have a guest on here and they might slip and they might say something that and something I might not like and I ain't talking about agree because this is not a show that I got to agree with you, you got to agree with me but I'm just talking about language wise or something like that yes I would play with the editing then but for the meantime I let even when I, if a guest is on here I'm letting them know this is unedited so watch how you speak watch how you talk it's unedited if you have a problem if you become a guest on Body of Christ Real Talk and you have a problem controlling your language and you can't stop cussing and that's just mainly your language. My advice is you don't want to come on Body of Christ Real Talk because I try to keep it clean here. I believe you should have some type of control. And I call it turn on and turn off when you're talking to just like a lot of teenagers, you know, not all. Some do. They know to turn it on and turn it off when they're around adults or parents. Now, some of them don't, but the, most of them does. They go with the yes, ma'am, yes, sir. Even if they say, yeah, they don't cuss. They don't, they try to change the way they talk because they're around adults. I like you to treat this show that way. Not because I'm saying I'm adult and I'm older. It's just, it's a, it's a Bible based perspective show. So I like to keep it clean. You could be funny. You could be whatever, but just keep it somewhat clean. If you on the show, or even if you call it in. Okay, but back to what I'm saying. That's what real talk is all about. I can be real without foul language. I can be real without cussing. I can be funny without all that. And I think a lot of people, uh, they can do that. That's why I like listening to the Sinbads and the Cosbys and uh, some of the comedy people. They are funny and they are real, but they don't cuss. Okay. Now, I don't know why I got into that, but I just, you know, I just wanted to bring that out there. Real talk. Let's have some straight out real talk. You know, <clears throat> rest in peace. Rest in peace. Peace. When I say that, what do that mean to you? If you use that concept or you use that phrase when someone passes away, whether they're in your family or like I was just describing earlier. If you use the term rest in peace, what does that mean to you? 
I'm talking to my listeners, listeners now. What does rest in peace mean to you when you use that R.I.P. rest in peace? What does it mean to you if you use it? What does it really mean to you? Now, do you use it because you really believe these people are going to be resting in peace? Or do you use it because it's just a cliche that you hear a lot? It's just the, the thing to say. Rest in peace. Just the same as the angels are watching over you and et cetera and stuff like that. And I'm talking about the so-called religious spiritual phrases that people use when someone passes away. You see the phrase rest in peace. You go on Facebook and uh, when someone have passed away or a tragedy happened to someone's family and I'm not I'm not downplaying people being hurt or nothing like that so I want to get that out there now death so I'm not I'm not finna put nobody down but you notice the phrase when you read down uh, the column and you look at the reviews or the comments you see a lot of rest and peace rest and peace now some people might get mad when I get through with this show I'm not doing this for you to get mad. I'm just being real. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I'm going to just aim it basically towards the saved more than the unsaved. I'm I'm going to aim this topic more to the so-called Christian, the believer that uses this phrase. But you, you, you look at the column and you look at the reviews or the comments. You see that rest in peace. And you see... Rest in peace, I give my condolences, I give my condolences. And I'm going to tell you why I prefer that more than just saying rest in peace myself, condolences, or I'll be praying for you and your family, which I I think, in my opinion, is the appropriate way to, you know, make a comment. If you're making a comment or in person to a person as a Christian, as a believer, I think that's more appropriate. I'll give you my condolences. I'll keep you in my prayers, and I'll be praying for you and your family. That's just common sense uh, approach to me as a believer, myself, as a Christian, okay? But I can understand the world, the unsaved, that don't understand spiritual things or spiritual death or what happens after death or the ones that don't believe in a heaven or a hell. I can relate and I can understand the metaphor of R.I.P. Rest in Peace. I can understand. I don't know the why sometimes. Okay, the reason I say that is because that's why I ask it. If you if you if you listen to me, saved or unsaved, please explain to me why you use rest in peace. What does that mean to you? What do you really mean? Don't make up nothing now. Just what do you really mean when you say rest in peace or you tell someone <clears throat> rest in peace? Now a lot of people I believe mean fit mean well, they're hurt. And then you got the ones that's just going with the flow and they think they ought to make some type of response. So they look at it, bam, bam, boom, woo, 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 and they put rest in peace, rest in peace, rest in peace. Now, let me tell you why I'm talking about this. I'm talking to my brothers and sisters in Christ. And I'm going to ask my brothers and sisters in Christ. And if you're not a Christian, if you're not saved and you're listening to this show and you're just curious, uh, uh, you're just curious, uh, I call him a curiosity listener, and you have no idea what I'm talking about, that's okay. But I'm sure you have, you heard that term, rest in peace. But I want to talk to the saved, the believer that's part of the body of Christ, the church. Why do you use rest in peace? Please leave a comment. I know a lot of you don't for one reason or the other, but, you know, I will also leave a phone number. Please, I will, on that phone number, call in and let me know. Leave a message why you use the term rest and peace. I just want to know, I'm just curious about that. Then I'm going to give you my reason why I don't use that term rest and peace. 
to certain individuals. Let me put an emphasis on that to certain individuals. I do not use that term. I don't use it even period, really, actually. But if I did use it, it'd be for certain individuals I use it for. And I'm going to tell you why. But I want you to leave your comment why you use the term rest in peace. You only know. I don't want to put words in your head. I just want you to really think about that. Okay? Now, peace, resting. I understand the metaphor. I get it. It's not like I'm I'm ignorant of that. I understand why somewhat white people use that. In my opinion, I'm not in your head and I'm not in your heart. I don't. That's why I asked, why do you use it? And I'm just talking to a Christian. Now, if you're not a Christian, still leave a comment why you use it. That people that passed away. Now, let me give a little front run here, uh, a kind of synopsis of what I'm talking about, why I'm talking about this, that I think it can be very deceiving and damaging to a lot of uh, people when a believer says it, when a Christian says it, you know, what? what's the problem with that? <clears throat> First of all, this is not to judge you as my brothers and sisters. There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat. Or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon. Sisters in Christ, this is not to say you are wrong and you're doing it purposely. This is not to say that I know more than you. This it has nothing to do with that because a lot of you do not know. You know, you just think it's a nice thing to do because you don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. You don't want to just say, oh, they going to hell. Oh, they was bad and rotten. I know they headed to hell. <laughs> you know, and you have people that, you know, that think that, you know. And they know better to say rest in peace. They know that person ain't resting. Oh, they going to hell, blah, 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 blah. Now, I understand that you don't want to hurt no one's feelings when you make a response, especially on social media. If you know that person. If you hung around, used to hang around that person. If you knew somewhat of that person's lifestyle. And lifestyle does not mean you know if the person was saved or unsaved. Because you got some saved people that look like, they, they walk like unsaved. They walk like they, they walk like hell. They don't even walk like they say. So you have to be careful to judge a person the way they act. Okay. So just say for instance, you, have, you know a person that was close to you. <clears throat> listen, listen carefully what I'm saying. You know this person that was very close. You grew up together. You played and you grew up together. And you might have, on a long run, you know, y'all spread it out apart. Y'all went different ways or whatever like that. But at the same time, you grew up with that person and you know that person. And you, being a Christian yourself, and I'm talking to believers now, you knew that person was a Christian. And something tragic happened or the person just passed away or the person was sick or whatever like that. They passed away. And it hurt you a lot. It hurt you bad. And as a believer, I'm just going to put it out there. You know about the word of God and you know what the word of God says about heaven 
and hell, death and life. You know what the Bible says about the save. I'm just going to make it plain as I can. The save will go to the have will go to the heavenly places, and the unsaved will go to their holding spot, which will be hell. Okay, you know that you know who goes to hell and who don't goes to hell. I mean, you know the difference. A Christian, I'm talking about believers now. A Christian knows if another Christian friend, foe, or what not foe, but friend or whatever you grow up with, they die. You have some, you hurt, but you have more of a peace because you know they're going and have gone to heaven and they're in the heavenly places, spiritual wise, anyway, waiting for their bodies. They're in the heavenly places, okay? You know that. So they bring somewhat of a peace. So if you at the person's funeral or whatever, homegoing or whatever like that, you understand better the term homecoming because you know that homecoming is that person going to heaven. There's different terms that different churches and different believers use when it comes to get-togethers and funerals. Some people don't say funerals. They might say home-going or whatever like that. You get it. As a believer, what they mean. So, and then the minister gets up there. He he talks about this person, and he talks about the, the pearly gates or whatever knowledge he have about heaven. He talks about he ministers. He preaches and teaches, and people might get the shouting or whatever like that because they know that person was a good person. He was a he or she was saved. They was a Christian, so they they sad and they hurt, but they have more of a peace because they know where that person is going, according to that person's faith in Jesus. They know where that person is going to heaven. So they celebrating and shouting and whatever like that. It's more of a joyful home going. It's more of a peace. So when you say in that term, I'm going to miss you and I'll see you rest in peace. It's more understandable. You understand it because that person is resting in Christ now spiritually. To be absent from the body should be present with the Lord. For the believer, for the saved person, that person is resting in Christ spiritually. See? Waiting for that body, that, that glorious day, that blessed hope, the rapture of the church. That person know that person is, that friend is resting in priest, mom, dad, whoever, brother. They are saved, so they are resting in Jesus, which is the ultimate resting and peace in the heavenly places. That's just a fact. Whether you believe it or not, as a believer, it's a fact to you because you believe that. By what? You believe that by faith, that that person is resting in peace that just left. You are sad they left this worldly place. They left this filthy earthly place. Now they're resting in Christ, resting in the Prince of Peace. The Prince of Peace. So they are resting in peace. They're much better off than you, the ones that's been left. They're much better off than you. So you understand those things. So it's easy for you to say rest in peace. Or I like to put it resting in the prince of peace. The prince of life. That person is alive in Christ. He's been alive. She's been alive in Christ since they gave their life to Christ. So they would never die physically. They would die physically, but they would never die spiritually again. It's just that physical body that's down there. So that most of them don't cry no more. They know that spiritually that person always been with Christ. He's really up there or she's up there with Christ now, resting in peace. The Prince of Peace in the heavenly places. I get that. That's appropriate. That's very appropriate. It's more of a joy than sadness. Okay, my sinus is kicking in. Excuse me, I start making those stunky noises. I mean, I'm getting clogged up with my sinuses. Every time I get, often when I talk, <coughs> I get clogged up. So if you hear, me, see me, you hear me using those clogged up sounds, I apologize. Remember, this is unedited. This is an unedited show. I try to move away from the, uh, the mic when I do that. I try my best. I really do. Okay. You get you you follow what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying with that when it comes to the believer, the Christian of the body of Christ, the saved person. It's obvious why you say rest in peace, if you mean it. 
it's obvious why you say that. A loved one, family member, friend, whatever like that, or somebody you knew that became a Christian and you haven't seen each other in a while or you heard they passed away, you know, and they they were saying, yes, they are resting in peace. They're resting with the Prince of Peace. They're resting spiritually with Christ right now. They are literally resting, not sleep resting. They are very, very much alive, but they are in Christ spiritually right now because they're part of his body. They've never left the head. Christ is the head. We are the body, so they are in Christ. A lot of unsaved don't know what I'm talking about if you're listening to me, but if you are saved, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So yes, they are resting in peace and the prince of peace as a Christian, as a believer. You know they are saved. Okay. Now, let's go to the other side. And this was going to bother some people. And this is not a put down. This is just real. This is just reality. I got to just be straight up and real. I can't just sugarcoat things to make somebody feel good or make somebody feel bad. It's just realness. Now, on the flip side, when you use that term, rest in peace. As a believer, when you use that as a condolence to an unsaved person when they pass away, whatever way they passed away, it doesn't matter, but just say they died, killed or whatever, they gone. You knew them the same way you grew up with them. You grew up together. You loved that person. You wanted the person to get, that, get themselves together. You wanted them to be saved. You kept trying to witness to them. You know, you kept trying to talk to them. You told them they need to slow down. It could be they they could have been on drugs or whatever, just just a, a a rough life, or they just could have been just a decent person. Don't do drugs or nothing. But you knew they wasn't saved. They never accepted what Jesus done for them on the cross, so they was not saved. They might have been in some type of other religion or some type of other faith, but they wasn't saved. They wasn't Christians, and you knew that, and they passed away. And by your knowledge of knowing what happens in life and death, as for a believer compared to an unbeliever, you know it's only two places they will go. The saved, and I said earlier, the saved goes to heaven. Their spirit goes to heaven, waiting for their body at the time of the rapture. The body goes back to the dirt. Their spirit man is already in the heavenly places, rested in peace in Christ. But you also know the opposite from the unsaved, whether they was a good person, whether they was a bad person or whatever, but you loved that person, but you know they wasn't saved. The other side is what? Hell. The holding places, other side is the other side is hell. Some people call it Hades. Call it hell. Let's just get keep it real and just say hell. Okay? They're in hell. As you, you and I being a believer, you know there's no peace in hell. It's just the opposite of heaven. There's no peace in hell. There's no resting in peace in hell. Jesus explains what happens in hell, the torture, the hurt, the pain. And that's just a holding place. They're not having a ball in hell. There's no partying in hell. Therefore, there is most definitely no resting and peace. There's no joy in hell. And you know that as a believer. In your head, you might say, rest in peace, because you don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. But in your heart, if you are really a believer, you know that person, if you know the Bible's perspective on denying Jesus, you know they are in hell and you know in your heart, if you have any feelings or morals, they are not resting in peace. You know that. So my question to you as a believer, why do you say that to people rest in peace? Why do you feel compelled? Do you feel compelled? You have to say rest in peace without even thinking, <clears throat> knowing that person is not saved. I'm saying knowing. I ain't talking about the ones you don't know that's not saved. I'm going to get to that too. But you know this person never gave their life for Christ till death. You know that. 
the you know that's just the person just wasn't with it, or they had some type of faith, or they was an atheist or whatever. They just wasn't with that, and you can't get your you can't get yourself to come to terms that that person actually is in hell, because the world outlook on things is. They resting in peace, you know, that the angels are looking over them. Sometimes you can get caught up in that type of thought in your head, but in your heart, you know, that person is in hell. So therefore, they're not resting in peace. They're burning in hell. They're in torture in hell. But, you know, as respect, you're not going to tell the parents that you're not going to be talking about that. You might talk about it with other people. But when you selling us, you sending a, a a letter, or you're you're posting on Facebook, and you use the term "rest in peace," you should have some type of guilt saying, "Man, why is I'm saying rest in peace?" And I know that person lived like hell. I know they once said they was atheists, they was anti God, or they just didn't. They waited too long. They was getting close, and they never. They just never took the anger of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection so they are not saved, so they are in hell, that holding place. You know that. But your head tells you, this is what I should do. Rest in peace. Say something nice, just like some ministers do at funerals. They always say something nice, and they can't say nothing bad. I understand that. That's why we really need to write down things. If we're going to open up at funerals, I I never want to do that. But if we're going to open up at funerals, as a believer, we're not doing the family or nobody else any justice by telling them that that person is in the pearly gates and God is looking over them right now. No, we better just readjust and leave that part alone and just talk about something else pertaining to the good things this person done in life. Not that he's in heaven or she's in heaven. We need to be careful if we taking that position as a minister at a funeral, as a believer. We must be careful. But back to what I'm saying. Facebook is filled, and I don't know if everybody believes me because I just don't know. I don't go there because somebody said they're a Christian. You know, unless I talk to you and I ask you how you got saved, then I can know, you know. And it's okay to fruit and speck when it comes to salvation, because salvation is very important in a man or woman's life. So I don't know if everybody is saved, you know. <clears throat> there was fruit inspecting back in the kingdom program, the body of Christ. We don't have to be fruit inspectors, but I can expect to see if you saved or not, just to help you. Not to say that, oh, so you're not saved, but it's just to help you. That's the only way I can know if a brother or sister is really saved is their testimony about salvation, how they got saved. If they confuse and they and they come with all kind of stuff, how much they went to church, they're not saved. And that's sad, but they still have a chance to get saved, to be saved. My point is, my point is, you know these people because you knew them personally that they wasn't saved. You can't just say, well, maybe they accepted Christ before they died. Now, we're not going to go there. We're not, we're not going to go there because we don't know that. But you know, Bass, your experience and growing up with them, that they wasn't saved. You know, I'm just trying to keep it real. They wasn't saved. And uh, you send the rest in peace, condolences, whatever like that. But With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In your head, you feel this good because it'll make the family feel good. And it makes yourself feel good just saying that. But in your heart, if you are really a believer, you knowing they're not resting in peace. So which one are you going to go by, your head or your heart? 
I'm going to tell you what to do. If you're going by your heart and you know the person is probably suffering in hell, don't send a rest in peace thing to the family. My thing is to say my condolences is with you and I'll be praying for you and your family. I'm sorry that all this happened. Easy. Because a lot of times when you say rest in peace, a lot of the family members know that person live like a heathen. They ain't resting in peace. They might not be saved, but they know they know the, they know they heard the stories of hell and heaven. So don't don't just don't just rub it in saying rest in peace because you're trying to make them feel good. And as, at the same time, don't make them feel bad. Well, that, I'm sorry, but your your daughter and your daughter or your son they they in hell burning right now. You know they fine. You know yeah, I can hear them screaming. I heard it in my spirit. No, I'm just joking now. But don't even don't go there. Don't go that route. You have that type of preacher too. No, 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 no. Don't go there. Either turn down the invitation to speak or just say, I'm going to pray for the family. And you just say, you know, we all need to get better and blah, blah, blah. And then you give uh, a, a salvation message. But don't don't come saying that they in the pearly gates and God is watching over them because that's a lie. You're lying. You're lying on God. And you're lying to yourself. Just keep it very humble and sincere and if you are crying and hurting, you're crying because the person is in hell. And we should say the tale because the person is in hell. Not act like they're in heaven because it's good to say rest in peace. But you're crying and you're hurt. So you just say, I keep your family in prayer and I give you my condolences. The majority of the families ain't going to say, that's all you have to say. You don't think they're in heaven? And now if they ask you, then you have to be straightforward with them and love. You have to be straightforward with them in love and you tell them what's really going on, where that person really is, if they ask you. If they ask you, if they want to know more, what do you think? Or if they come to you and just say, well, I know the Lord is looking over them and he's watching over them now. Sometimes it's good not to say nothing. But if they keep getting into a conversation about that, you let them know what's really going on with their child. Most of them will understand. But my point, that's just my opinion. You know, you might think different, whatever. Keep throwing a rest in peace and just say, yeah, maybe they did go to heaven. I don't know. And you know in good way that person was to say, but you're trying to make the family feel good. It's about feeling good. It's best just to say nothing or just say, ma'am or sir, I don't know. All I can do is pray that they are. That's it. If you want to just put it like that, you know. Because you don't know for a fact, so I can say, I don't know, but I just pray that they are. Because there is a heaven and a hell, period. I'm not going to just sugarcoat heaven without mentioning hell. Because that's not going to help people, that's not going to help the family. Okay, so that's for the believer. The reason I'm bringing this up, because I see so much rest and peace when somebody passed away, a lot of these people, people don't even know, but the, the norm seems like in Facebook and social media is the, the hand, the prayer hands going up, the animation with the avatar hands, whatever they want to call it, and rest in peace, rest in peace. They're in heaven now. God is watching over them. How do you know that? Especially for the ones that don't know the people. How do you know that? You're sending these to these families to make them feel good. And I don't even know if the families accept all of that, you know, but how do you know that? If you don't know, just say, I'll keep you in my prayers and give you my condolences. Then you got the unsaved people telling somebody to rest in peace in heaven, and they're not even saved. They don't know nothing about heaven. You, you understand what I'm saying? I understand them. They're ignorant. They don't know no better. That's just the world way of spirituality. You know, that's the way they, that's the way they flow. That's the way they roll. That's why you can walk the streets and when a, a beggar, a homeless person, asks you for something, and whether you give it or not, mainly when you give it, they say, God bless you, God bless you. They don't understand what they're saying. It sounds good. It's religious. It's religious. God bless. It sounds religious. It, it like, seems like some people think they're going to win brownie points with God because they mention his name or just say, God bless you. Okay, then you got to ask what God is you talking about? What what God is you talking about? Okay, I don't want to lose nobody on this, but my thing is, is to the believer. When you use that term, 
rest in peace. My recommendation, you don't have to listen or whatever, is use it only for the believer, not the unbeliever. Don't use because the world, because the majority of the people use that. Because the person, if they never gave their life to Christ and they left this earth, they're not resting in peace. They are suffering even more, which is sad. So it's best just to say, I keep you in my prayers and I send you my condolences. Or don't say nothing. You don't have to respond believer because of everyone that passes away, especially when you don't know them. You do not have to respond. You don't have to respond with rest in peace. You don't have to respond on that person. I know they got the shot and they suffering now and whatever situation it is. They live like hell. You don't, it's best not to respond. If you don't know, if you're not for sure that person was saved, and then you want you want your response because you think that's the best thing to do because you don't want nobody to say, oh, that person respond. He never responded in there. I thought they was closing, blah, 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 blah. First of all, don't let no, never let nobody compel you to, uh, uh, compel you to say something when you don't feel you need to say something because we don't need to say something. We don't need to respond on everybody's death, especially when you don't know them. You don't have to respond on entertainment's death. You don't have to respond of people, how sad and tragic it is. You don't have to respond on their death because you ran into something on social media. And if you are going to respond, just say, I'm going to be praying for the family. That's okay. But mean it, though. Because don't just say you're going to pray for the family and you don't pray for them. And I'm talking to myself, too. Because it sounds good. And then you don't even pray for the family. You don't even know the family's name. It just sounds good to say that and then you don't pray. That means you lied. That means I lied. I had no heart to pray for that family. I just wanted to make everybody else feel good and put my two cents in. Oh, they said it. I need to say it. They say rest in peace. I need to say rest in peace. So if you, whether you knew that person was saved or not, don't use the term rest in peace. They might have been saved. You don't know. And they might not. For the person that, if but if you don't know, just say they are in my, I keep the family in prayers and I give you my condolences. I'm sorry that happened, or I'm sorry to hear that. Or you don't respond at all. You don't have to. That's my point, believer. We don't have to respond to everybody's death, especially on social media. That's a hot plug. Everybody looking at responses of what somebody else said or how good they said. They got certain things on Facebook, you know, like the avatars, the funny faces and the, the different things that you could use. Now, it's almost like they got things there that control what you can say. Now, you don't even know how to spell sometimes. They got certain things. It's like they read your mind, which is kind of scary. Putting things down there. They got thank yous down there. Well, you don't even really, you know, you don't even... <laughs> You, all you have to do is push a thank you button without really meaning it in your heart. And it'll make that other person feel good. There's some good and some bad in that. But my point is, Facebook, mega, meta, whatever they want to call it, is set up. It's set up in a way now to control what you think, what you say, and how you should respond. It's not about what you really think or your thoughts now. Facebook is set up in a way that seems like they can control or they'll just give a little urging or they'll just put it in a way that whether what you feel or what you don't feel, all you have to do is push a button and and the person would be satisfied or it's not your own thoughts and it's not your own heart. It's not your own emotions. All you got to do is push something emotional. Or you can push something with anger. You can push the happy smiles. Or you can push the demon smiles or showing you anger. See, Facebook got all those controls now. See, that you can do those things, you know. But is it really you? Is it really me? Or I'm just going 
pushing these buttons because they're there, because I feel I need to. That's why I don't respond to everything on Facebook. If you know me, the ones that know me, you notice I don't respond on everybody, everything that happens on Facebook. Some I do, most I don't. If I see a little sand that I like, I'll push a little button. I'm not here to give a deep conversation. I don't respond to everything on Facebook because I'm not going to get caught on, caught, caught up in that Facebook control. Like I have to respond. Some people might wonder why I don't respond to certain cliches like they say a certain sandwich they got for somebody say, if you really believe Jesus, you will paste that and you will say amen if you really believe Jesus. What do you mean? I don't need you to tell me if I really believe Jesus. I don't believe in Jesus if I don't push amen. See, that's a Facebook control. And a lot of times, a lot of people that do that ain't even saved themselves. See, I don't get into all those clicks. To me, those are clicks. I don't get into clicks. If I never say amen over something somebody said, amen just means somewhat you agree. Okay? I don't, most of the time, I don't agree a lot of things. People say, well, I'm going to say amen because somebody saw me. I'm going to say amen or they just feel that's part of the flow or the status quo to say amen. If you ain't saying amen, you must not be really a Christian. Go tell a non-Christian, go tell a, non, a, a real Christian that they ain't saved because they ain't saying a word amen. And most of them don't even know what amen is. They have somewhat that means something like an agreement. A lot of times I don't say amen because I don't agree. Or I just don't, I don't put amen. I don't have to respond all the time, but I read it. I see it. You don't respond to my stuff all the time. Most of the times when I put my teachings out there, a lot of you don't respond to that, but I don't get mad. See, because I'm not in no click. You should not be in no click. I put my stuff out there for the ones that want to listen and they want to learn more you know, whatever like that. That's all. I'm not trying. I don't, I might send some to certain people because I have someone to respond. I don't know if they look at it or listen to it or not. But if you don't listen to it, at least send it to someone else. If you don't agree, I, that's cool. I'm just looking for the ones, not for so much your agreement, but what you get out of it. And if you have a disagreement, don't talk about it bad. Just leave a comment. And then we can get into that. Not argument. I'm not talking about that. We could talk about it. Or something I said wrong, let me know. But it's, it's, it's always kind of wimpy-ish or whatever like that. When you don't let a person know, you could talk about it, what you didn't agree with. And you can blast it on Facebook. But you ain't got hard enough to leave a comment to that person that you don't agree with. You got to tell all your agreeables that I call you call people agreeables with you instead of telling that person this is why I disagree I'm open to that I ain't gotta like it but I'm open to it it ain't about my feelings what I like and dislike I'm open to it because it helps me grow and I'll tell you if I'm okay with that and I say okay I'm good with that you are correct and I'll tell you why I just disagree see that's freedom I'm not into clicks I'm into freedom so therefore let me digress believers we are free in Christ. We're not here to make everybody feel good, no matter how tragic it is. But we can be there in love. We tell them we love them. We tell them we give them our condolences if we don't know they're saved or not. If they're saved, then we know it. And even if we don't know it, somebody said they were saved, then it's okay to say rest in peace. You're not doing it out of ignorance. You really believe that person is saved. Found out later the person is a hell. You have nothing to do with that. But you believe that person was saved. You say, I hope that person is with God. And I hope they rest in peace. You can say, I'm hoping. It's okay to say, I hope they rest in peace. Those are ones you're not sure. I'm hoping they're resting in peace. Not just, I know they're resting in peace or rest in peace. Or say nothing. You do not have to respond on every death, especially the ones you have no idea who they are. You're hurt and you're sad.
and a lot of people just trying to find out how do they die these days because of what's going on with the poking and the jabbing. I get that. I'm like that myself. It's a lot of people dropping dead and dying. And that's sad. That's what my, I, I got a lot of emphasis. I got a lot into this because that's very important to me. Why is all these people drop dead? And that's not a why for me. I got, I know what it is. But I'm, I'm, that's not what I'm here to talk about. Now I'm going to leave that later. I'm going to give you some updates on this poking and jab and vaccine uh, stuff that's going around. And people know what's going on. You can hear the responses of people just saying, oh, here we go again, blah, blah, blah. That's why I made that thing about Damar Hamlin, why people is responding that way. It has nothing to do with him. He's getting a lot of flack all kind of ways about his, his Christian. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Walk, whatever, like that. People judge, and I'm not getting into that. This certain jacket he had on. I don't know what's up with that. I don't know. He done it out of ignorance or whatever. I don't know. That's not important enough for me to get into that. I got into the part about, you know, <clears throat> the attention that he's getting, wanted or unwanted. I don't know why a lot of people are dropping dead because of these vaccines or allegedly because of these vaccines. So you get these certain responses. So that's why I'm looking at these responses. Rest in peace, rest in peace. The angels are over you. The rest in peace, rest in peace. Angels are over you with God. Now you're in a very better place. How are you going to sit up there and say that you don't even know these people? And I'm talking to the believer. The world is going to do that because they do things out of ignorance. They don't understand God's plans. They don't understand the significance of hell and heaven. You just can't wish nobody to heaven. You just can't cry nobody to heaven. You can't just beg God to have somebody in heaven because you hurt so bad. You can't want somebody enough to heaven. If they are not saved, they are not saved. They are in hell. And that's sad. Okay? I hope you, the ones that listen to me understand what I'm saying. I'm not saying this out of hate. I'm just being real. This is real talk. Believers, Christians, let's stop that. If you are a believer, if you are a Christian, it's just a recommendation. I'm not telling you what to do. You are grown people. You know, some of you anyway. You ought to know better. Think before you say something. Stop acting like the world and using certain cliches and cliques. I believe it don't need to keep getting into clicks, worldly clicks like the rest in peace. Like the angels are watching over you. None of these things are biblical. See, God is using that, uh, Damar now in that situation. God is using you. And then like the Brandon Tano said the other day, which I disagree with, that God is using it. To, this is a miracle bringing all these people together. That's not no miracle. You know, People don't even understand what a miracle is. See, we use terms and we don't understand the power of words. We try to use biblical terms and we use them all out of context in all kind of ways. Because they sound good. They sound so spiritual. They bring a certain feeling. So let's be careful in the future, believers. Let's be careful. If you take this hard, you're just very sensitive because it's nothing hard. I really say it. I'm just telling you some truth. It has nothing to do with the people that died and nothing like that. Because we, But as a believer, we cannot forget there's a heaven and a hell. Everybody don't go to heaven. 
And you know that, believer. You just want people to feel good. If you don't know what to say, don't say nothing. Or just say, I pray for you and you are my condolences. I give you my condolences, rather. Don't just rest in peace. I know they're in the pearly gates and whatever like that. No, no, they're not in no pearly gates. Don't even understand the concepts of the pearly gates anyway. That's heaven to you. And that's where the body of Christ is not going in no pearly gates. But that's another teaching. Okay, so this all this confusion, all this stuff about heaven and the many believers in the church don't even know what heaven is. They don't understand the heavenly places they're going to be going to. They're confused about heaven. A lot of people don't even know there's three types of heavens. They just use heaven and they think of what God is. They don't think about the heaven that's going to be on earth, the kingdom of heaven, where the millennium reign of Christ is going to reign for a thousand years. That's going to be heaven on earth. The atmosphere where we're at now is heaven. Outer space is heaven. What heaven is you talking about? Everybody that's saved is not going to be in the same heavens. The body of Christ is going to be in the heavenly places. The other saved saints from the kingdom is going to be on the heaven on earth, the kingdom program. So what heaven are you talking about? That's the confusion as the church on the, from the church today. If you don't know, be quiet. The Bible is more broader than what you think when you mention heaven, when you mention pearly gates. The angels are watching over you. The people, it sounds good to the lost, but it's misleading. It's not true. And if you know better, that means you're lying just to make them feel good. Because your head is saying that's a beautiful thing to say, I don't want to hurt their feelings, but your heart said all day in hell because they was not saved, which is the correct thing. But you don't tell them, all day in hell, burning in hell. I know I keep saying this and I keep using repetitions, but I want to get it in your head so it get in your heart. Just don't say nothing or just say I pray for you and be in my you are and I give you my condolences. <clears throat> and if they want to have a conversation about it, then you be real with it. You, you you show them some scriptures. You can't ignore hell. You can't only talk about heaven without talking about hell when it comes to salvation or a person's life, okay? God is not pleased with that. This is Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ Real Talk, with some more real talk for you. R.I.P. A lot of you are going to continue to use it anyway, but I'll just give you my recommendation Recommendation of please don't do that. You know, now you know. Don't use rest in peace loosely with the unsaved. The saved, yes, because they are resting in peace and the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ. So it's okay to say that then. But to the unsaved, it's not true. And if you are Christian, you know the difference between there's a hell and heaven. Everybody don't go to heaven. Some people, most people go to hell. So most people is going to hell, sadly to say. That's why the road to salvation is still so narrow. Many people, billions of people are in hell and going to hell. That's why we here as ambassadors need to tell people about what's going on, what they need to do. False believing. We need to tell people about 2 Corinthians 5 and 19. That they they have been already forgiven of their sins. They just need to be saved. As a believer, as myself, I am an ambassador. You are an ambassador if you are saved. We are reconcilers. We reconcile people back to God because he already reconciled himself, according to 2 Corinthians 5 and 18, back to us. Now we need to get them saved the Bible way, the only way, and that way is 1 Corinthians 15, 1-4, the gospel. His death, burial, resurrection, believing in that. That's salvation. They can 
skip hell. Wouldn't even have to face hell. It wouldn't have to be Noah making nobody feel good saying rest in peace. Because if they passed away and died for whatever reason, they would most definitely be resting in the Prince of Peace. In the heavenly places. Until the capture away of the church, the rapture of the church for their bodies, their new and mortal, supernatural, beautiful bodies. Not these rotten, smelly, overweight and underweight bodies that we got on now. The only way to be saved today is believing what Jesus done on the cross, his death, his burial, his resurrection. You believe that in your heart genuinely and receive it. That means you, you come with a contrite, you come with a broken heart, a repentant of heart. Repent of means you're changing your mind. Repent means the Bible repentance means change your mind. Not stop sinning, because nobody can stop sinning. Jesus took care of all the sins on the cross, penalty-wise. And you're still going to sin because you have that sin nature. He didn't take away your nature until he comes to get that body. But until then, you need to be saved because you already have been forgiven of your sins. Now you need to be saved because you could still go to hell. Listen closely. While you're forgiven of your sins, you can still go to hell. That's why you need to be saved by believing what Jesus did for those sins that you have been forgiven for. God bless you all. Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ, Real Talk. Now I want to talk to the ones, if you have lost a loved one and they are saved, they are Christians. They are part of the body of Christ. Now, I know you're probably hurting. You are in pain because that's the natural way to feel. It's okay to mourn. It's okay to be in sorrow. That's okay. I pray, I pray with you. I feel you. It's okay. But you know in your heart, even though it's hard to understand in your head, that that person is gone. And you might even have some doubt if they're in heaven or not even though they say they were saved and you believe that they were saved. It's okay for you to say rest in peace. They are really resting in peace. Rest in the Bible in peace means not sleep. It means they're alive. They're joyful. Okay. So they are resting in peace. So it's okay to use that term rest in peace. You're home spiritually now in the heavenly places. I pray for you right now for strength while you're on this earth. I pray for you right now for direction while you're on this earth because you're going to need it through the sorrows and the pain and the hurt and the loneliness, whatever situation you're in. I pray for you and I pray for your family. For the ones that's not saved in your family, I pray that they will be saved. I pray that God can use you, but also use others to water and plant because only God does the increase. Remember that, that they could be saved if they are not saved already. But remember, whatever loved one that died saved, that died in Christ, they are with Christ. They never left Christ. They're with him in the heavenly places. And when Christ come back to get his church, he will get that body that was left in the dirt, that little smelly body, and make it brand new. So your loved one is resting in the Prince of Peace and Christ if they are saved. And if you are not saved and you never gave your heart to Christ, and you pass away today or you die today or whatever like that. You're going to hell. You will not be resting in peace. You will be burning in a holding place called hell. And I'm saying this out of love. But you don't have to. That's the beautiful part. You don't have to. I'm not here to give you no Joel Osteen prayer or no phony sinner's prayer. 
everything ain't going to be all right when you leave this earth. I don't care how wealthy and how feel you good or motivated. If you die out of Christ, you're going to die burning in hell until the great white throne judgment. Then you go get even worse because you have to burn even more in the lake of fire. Now, hell is just a compartment. Hell is just a holding place until the lake of fire. After the great white throne judgment, then you're going to burn forever and ever and ever and ever. And the torment going to get worse. It depends on what department you, compartment you're in in the lake of fire um, with the brimstone. But on the other side, you can live forever, 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 forever and ever in the heavenly places where everything just get better and beautiful and be working for the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ. It's up to you to make that choice. I can't make it for you. I can just pray for you. God bless you all. This is Joseph Brownlee Real Talk. Joshua said, for me and my house, we will follow the Lord in that type of way. What about you? It's going to take your choice and your belief. Because whether you make a choice or not, listen carefully, whether you make a choice or not, a choice is going to be made for you. And if you never make the choice about believing what Jesus has done for you is death, burial, resurrection, you made another choice already. You chose to go to hell. And you will not be Resting in peace. God bless you. Love you. Body of Christ World Talk. I hope somebody got something out of that. Leave a comment. I'm going to leave a phone number, call a number. You want to be saved? Be saved now. Don't wait to call. You know how to be saved now. Or call that number and talk to me. I will pray for you. I'm home right now. But if I'm not, just leave uh, a message and I will get back to you and pray with you for your salvation or tell you what you need to do next to learn more of the knowledge of the truth according to 1 Timothy 2 and 4. Since you are saved, you need to learn the knowledge of the truth now. And you're walking Christ. Hopefully, you don't wait too long. God bless you all. And I'm going to leave you with this. You do not need to be saved first to be forgiven. You can be saved now because you already have been forgiven of your sins. God bless you. Peace out. Bye-bye. Love you all. Laugh out, baby. <laughs> Peace out. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.